ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. From Friday, you might start to find it harder to buy vapes in Australia as the next phase of the federal government's e-cigarette crackdown comes into effect. But as restrictions strengthen, a major study reveals there's growing demand for vapes, especially among younger Australians. Experts say the new data counters claims by tobacco companies that e-cigarettes are helping people quit smoking. Dr Erin Laylor is the CEO of the Alcohol and Drug Foundation and our guest this morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. This is a big picture look at drug use in Australia. The vaping rate has almost tripled over the last three years. How significant is that increase? Yeah, so the report that was released today is the National Drug Strategy Household Survey report, which is released every couple of years by the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare. And the data in it on vaping sort of mirrored a lot of the data that we've seen in recent years around the use of vapes uh, by people in Australia. We were seeing increasing use. This report showed that the age group most likely to use was the 18 to 24-year-old age group. And that's what's driven quite a lot of the reforms that the federal government has put in place to uh, prohibit the importation of vapes and start to move people to prescription use of vapes rather than buying them over the counter. The report also had some very interesting data in it around alcohol and the use of alcohol, risky use of alcohol and people's experience of alcohol-related harm, as well as data on the use of illicit drugs in Australia. Smoking is in long-term decline in Australia, but, but is the rate of vaping increasing now outpacing that decline? So the report showed that the uh, rate of smoking, uh, daily smoking, had dropped from 11 to 8.3%. Um, and the measurement in the report of the use of vapes versus the use of tobacco was not measured in the same way. So it's difficult to be able to make direct comparisons between recent use of tobacco versus vapes. But it's certainly consistent with other research that has shown that there has been an increase in vaping. We know that the reforms that will be coming, that have started to come in and will come in in um, coming months, will start to make it more difficult for people to access vapes. So really important that people who are using vapes, who may be using vapes that they think don't contain nicotine, are aware of the fact that they may be using vapes that contain nicotine and are therefore experiencing some of the signs of nicotine withdrawal if they stop vaping. The change in vaping is most pronounced among young Australians. 17% of 20 to 29-year-olds now vape. Associate Professor Michelle John Galnalis at the University of Melbourne says the increase isn't among people quitting cigarettes for e-cigarettes. They're actually new smokers. Is that your conclusion? So this data um, didn't uh, give us insights into whether the people who were using vapes were first-time users of nicotine or vaping products versus smokers. We know that um, the use of vapes is a really effective uh, smoking cessation tool. So uh, people who are smoking tobacco can use vapes to be able to help them um, reduce their use of tobacco. Uh, we know that vapes are used more um, consistently or, or that there is growing use among young people. In the report released today, the age group that was the most common user was that 18 to 24-year-old age group. 21% of them have tried are using it um, and half of them have tried a vape. Um, so getting – many people will try vape and then not vape again. So uh, I think we're seeing changes – with this product, given it's relatively recent in the market, 
compared to other substances. The survey goes beyond uh, smoking and vaping. It finds an alarming increase in the drinking and the drug use habits of young women. What has it found here? Yeah, so these are the data that um, were particularly surprising given that we didn't have this scale of data in the alcohol use and drug use um, in Australia up recently. And it showed that about one in three people are using alcohol at risky levels. So that's about 6.6 million Australians are drinking alcohol at levels that will put them at increased risk of injuries or ill health or diseases like cancer. Um, It also showed us concerningly that um, a a growing number of people are experiencing harm, alcohol-related harm from others, and that was growing in women. So uh, people were asked whether they'd experienced physical or verbal abuse or been put in fear uh, by someone who was using alcohol. And about 2.4 million women had experienced harm from others and about 2.2 million men. So we'd seen an increase in women and a decrease in men, and that was most often perpetrated uh, to them by by a stranger. We did see young women. So it's the first time that females aged 18 to 24 were um, using alcohol at risky levels and using illicit substances at similar rates to men of the same age. Uh, and this is quite concerning. Um, we're not quite sure what is driving yeah, the alcohol changes. Yeah, that was, of course, changes. my question, what's going on here? Yeah. So, uh, look, COVID is is a bit of a player in this. We're not sure what the impacts of COVID have had. We know that the alcohol industry has been marketing products um, and targeting young women, um, particularly over COVID. So we've seen ranges of drinks that are uh, particularly attractive to this age group. It's possible there's changes in disposable income that are at play here. But I think it really is signalling a need to be cautious and to be looking out and understanding, doing more research to understand what's driving this change in in young women. Dr Laylaw, thank you for joining us. Thanks for the time. Dr Erin Laylaw is the CEO of the Alcohol and Drug Foundation. You're listening to Breakfast. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.